Hello, and welcome to Ranks for Every Everything, Episode 3. And I'm joined by a very special guest, my friend Melissa. Hello. Hello. And I just want to point out that we do have a new name. We are not called Rank You Very Much. We have Ranks for Everything because I did some research, and I discovered that the name was already taken. So I am doing a new name, and luckily we're early enough in the run where it's not going to make a huge difference. Anyhow, Melissa, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that's near and dear to both of our hearts. Would you like to share what the topic is? Our topic is One Hit Wonders. I think it's a fun topic because I know Melissa's a huge music lover. Why don't you tell us, how do you and your husband spend every Saturday night? <laughs> we, uh, well, it's not every Saturday since we have a newborn living next door to us. But oh. uh, uh, we, uh, we have a, a karaoke machine and we do kitchen karaoke. We have disco lights and everything. It's a lot of fun. And let me ask you, are some of the songs on your list some of the songs you possibly may sing? Um, Maybe. Absolutely not. Oh, no, one, actually. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's talk about, so let's define for our listeners, what is a one-hit wonder? Do you want to define it? Uh, one-hit wonder is they have made the traditionally have made the one hit the billboard charts and it was the only hit they ever had that people knew about it's usually the non-fan song and we discovered some controversy because we i did a little research and i saw several artists that i know were one hits because they had more than one hit but on this on wikipedia which is where i got my information from i discovered that they have a list of every one hit wonder that goes all the way back from i believe the 50s all the way to the present time and I went from, I took my entire list from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s and beyond, and I cut them down to, have I heard the song? Do I like the song? Is it an annoying song? And does it have staying power? And is it something I enjoy singing? Do I know all the words to it? And does it make me feel good? So those are my criteria when choosing this list. And I have to say, it was a process because I went from over 400 songs to about 25, and then to get from 25 to 10 was a chore. What about you? What was your process? Well, I just went by memory um, and my song catalogs. And uh, there's a radio station that I listen to called Wonderland on Sirius. And it's it's only a one-hit wonder station. Um, so I just went by that. And if, I, my, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, some of these uh, songs were definitely one-hits. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They like you never hear the band again. Yep. What are some of your honorable mentions that did not make the list? Give me like two or three. Um, I had uh, 1977's Black Betty by Ram Jam. People hear that a lot at like in movies and stuff like that. And uh, 1994's The Breeders Cannonball. And I know neither of those songs. Oh, well, I love both of them. They're very good songs. <laughs> uh, some of my more painful cuts were Eagle Eye Cherry, Save Tonight. I had trouble cutting that one. I listened to Cardigan's Love Fool on the way to work this morning, and I think it was that good of a song. Chumbawamba, uh, Tub Thumping, which I know is a classic one-hit wonder. Couldn't put it on my list. So it was a hard choice. What are some songs that you think should not be on anyone's top 10 one-hit wonder list? What are some annoying songs? Oh, well, uh, How Bizarre is a terrible song. Barbie Girl is a terrible song. There's a lot, a lot from the late '90s and like 2000s ish, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of them, and I have to say, and Melissa and I talked about this 
none of my songs, my, my newest song, I believe is late nineties. I did have one song that was on my list that I cut and that was X's and O's because I, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought she had other hits. Did she? I believe so. I be, um, but I'm not sure. Hell but that did not make... I think she had some other hits. You know what else was a painful song for me to cut? The Darkness, I believe in a thing called Love. That I looked it up. They did not make the Billboard 100 list, so I cannot include them. Oh, well, yeah, I, I didn't always go by that. I also went by what had a heavy video rotation on MTV. So That's fair. So let's dive into our list. We have not shared these lists with each other, so we're going to be in surprise for both of us because I have no idea what her number one is, and I think she's not going to like my number one, but we'll find out. I already know that you're probably not going to like at least one of my items on my list. So let's see. What is your number 10? My number 10 song is 1976, Vicky Sue Robinson's Turn the Beat Around. It made number 10 on the Billboard standings. And I was curious, I think it's it's the same one that Gloria Stefan covered, yes, correct? Yes, Gloria Stefan covered it for the, um, for the Specialist soundtrack in 1994. And it's funny that she, that song ranked higher when Gloria Stefan sang it than when Vicky Sue Robinson sang it. And I have to say, I'm pretty sure the average person doesn't know this. I did not know it was a cover. So I thought that Gloria wrote that song. <laughs> so that's interesting. In fact, I learned already. That's a good choice, though. I think that's an excellent number 10. My number 10 is an 80s classic it is i do not have the year for some reason but it is it ranked number four the highest on the billboard charts and i'm not going to make you guess because i'm not giving you enough information <laughs> so my song is by tommy two-tone eight six seven five three oh nine jenny in parentheses that's a great song i think it's a quintessential 80s song it has a fun sound and it's silly it's catchy and how many songs are about a phone number i mean there's been some since then but that is like the first one and it's just like it's slightly sleazy and creepy the lyrics but it's all kind of like innocent and like kind of like not innocent it's a little naive at the same time i just think it's a fun it is that's a great song that is a great one thank you all right what is your number nine you probably never ever heard of this one unless i think it's even though it might have been on the uh um 10 Things I Hate About You soundtrack, but it's Nick Lowe's Cruel to Be Kind. Okay, and that was a hit? That was a hit. It was number 13 in 1979. Okay, okay. So, and we were talking about this previously, that some of these are generational. So, like, if you're not born, like, I was born in 1980. She's only a year older than me, but I I, I think a year, it's a year or two years. But anyway, it, it doesn't I'm matter. I'm younger. No, okay, no. <laughs> I'm two years older than you. <laughs> I think it does make a difference because I also wasn't into music until I was in my late teens. So the 70s is kind of a lost decade for me. I don't really know too many 70s songs. None of my songs are from the 70s. But it's an interesting choice. I'm going to have to listen to it because I'm not familiar. But you are familiar with my number nine. (laughs) (laughs) You are not going to like my number nine. (laughs) My number nine is 1997. And it peaked at number seven on the Billboard charts. Can you guess what it is? How bizarre. <laughs> nope. Nine number nine is Aqua Barbie, Barbie Girl. Girl. <laughs> I, I have a lot of good memories of that song. I remember working at the library when I was 15 and my coworker who was like three years older than me, we sang Barbie Girl and she was Barbie and I was Ken and we sang it together. And I think it's a fun song to sing. It's 
cheesy as all heck, but it's a fun song. Can you admit it's at least a little fun? No. <laughs> it's annoying. Yes. I well, love Barbie at Girl. The store that I worked in, that was on a heavy rotation on the Mandy's soundtrack. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think that a good song, and I think it's a good song. I think a good song could be overplayed to the point where you don't like it. Like my classic example is Iris by Google Dolls because that song was played so much. I got sick of it. I couldn't stand it, even though it's a oh, good I song. I love that song. And it's not a one hit wonder. Google Dolls are not on our list. So interesting. I know you said you didn't like it before we even, we even uh, started recording. I'm like, oh, she's not going to like my number nine, <laughs> but it's only my number nine. I can't wait to see if you like my other songs. I feel like you're going to like my other songs, but we'll find out. All right, let's take it into number eight. What's your number eight oh, song? Well, just FYI, I'm done with 70s. So, but okay, good. I don't know. You good. might not have ever heard of my number eight, but I picked JJ Fad's Supersonic. I do not know that song yeah, at all. It's from 1988. It might have been so. And what was it? What was it? Tell me about the uh, billboard. It, it ranked number uh, 49. And actually, I think it has received new life for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Okay, I'll have to check that one oh, out too. One. It's on my, it's on my uh, one of my bike riding playlists. I'll have to try it. Okay, my number eight reached number one on the Billboard charts. It's from 1983. Do you want to take a guess? Um, it's actually only one of two songs that reached number one on my whole list. Oh, really? Uh, actually, no, I have no idea. No. Mine is Michael Sembello's Maniac. <gasps> Oh, oh, from the, uh, yeah. <laughs> you like it or no? no? <laughs> I think it's very catchy. It has a nice beat. It's fun. It's fast. It's frenetic. Mm -hmm. I think it. I, it's. I think it's just a catchy song. Yeah, I, I whenever I hear that song now, I just think of Chris Farley being hosed down with gasoline from the movie Tommy Boy while he's while they play while, that music. No, he sings it while he's dancing to it. Oh well. Different, that's a different story. I don't have that association, unfortunately. I think it's a fun song, though. <laughs> Very well. All right. So far, no crossover. What's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is uh, Shannon, Let the Music Play, ranked number eight on the Billboard standings. And that was from 1983, too. I feel like I know that song. I have to listen to it. I don't think we should be singing it because I'm not sure if we can get in trouble for copyright. So we probably yeah. shouldn't. But it sounds familiar. I, I'm pretty sure I know it. I think it's a fun song. I don't know if it would definitely be in my top 100, but it's you a good song. probably heard at my wedding. <laughs> probably. probably. Yeah. All right. My number seven has a personal meaning for me. I saw this artist at Summer Jam around the same year. It came out in 1998, which is the year I graduated high school. It ranked number three in the Billboard charts. It is definitely a one-hit wonder because you never hear of this person ever again since then. Any guesses or no? No, I have no guesses. I have no idea how you feel about this song, but this song is a fun one. I like singing it. I like the sound of it. It is Crush by Jennifer Page. I'm not a fan, no. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad song. What don't you like about either. it? <laughs> it's it's a good one here. Wonder number three. It's got to do yeah, something. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think you'll like my next one. You'll like my next one better. I'm 99% sure you will. But okay, let's hear your number my six. My number six song is from 1991, and it actually made number one. And it's EMF's Unbelievable. Okay, this is a song I've actually heard of, so that's a plus. I do like that song. I'm not sure if it's 
any less annoying than how bizarre <laughs> but i think it's a pretty annoying probably song the, the dice I did clay, th- andrew dice clay sampling and it probably gets annoying <laughs> yeah the song is some interesting sound effects but i don't i don't think it's a bad oh, choice thank you that's a good one okay my number six 1996 it peaked at number 15 it is a rock song it is Counting Blue Cars by Dishwalla. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that song. It's a very nice song. They sound a little bit too much like the Jim Blossoms, but I do like yeah, that song. that's a good one. I remember hearing it a lot when I was in high school. That's a fun song. Okay, number five. My number five actually never, I didn't make it on the top, but it, I heard it all the time on the radio. So, and on, I, you know, I remember the video, it's what from 1992. Okay, I should have heard of it. Let's see if and I've it's heard of it. Four non blondes. What's up? Okay, that's a good and choice. It's a good karaoke we song may too. Have, we we may have some crossover, but I'm not going to tell you whether we do or do not. But that's an excellent choice. But I have to say, I found it funny that like Linda Perry, who was the lead singer, of that she wrote hits for everyone else, but she couldn't she couldn't get one for herself. And, well, she had she had what's up. That's a pretty that's a pretty well known song. Okay, that's a that's a oh, very good you. choice. All right, my number five is a song that was from 1986. It peaked at number six on the Billboard charts, and I did look up a little research. They have a greatest hits album, but I don't think they have any other hits because no one else knows any of the other songs. It, the song appeared in Napoleon Dynamite. Do you know what I'm talking? I'm referring to? Oh, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. Um, the song is. Your Love by the Outfield. Oh, that's a good one. I like that song. It's fun to sing, and it's very catchy. I just like it. I don't. I have to say, though, I like the first half and the second half. They just get a little too repetitive at the second half. But the first half of the verses is pretty excellent And there's a little bit of song. creepiness to that song, too. <laughs> yeah, there is. That's true. It's all kind of creepy, but it's a fun song. I like it. All right, number four. My number four. Oh, you're going to hate this one. <laughs> It's Joan Osborne's One of Us from 1995. I don't hate this one. We, we talked about this before the podcast. It didn't make my list. I do like the song. I just didn't. It's not like one of my favorites, but I have it on my iTunes and I've been listening to it for a long time. I mean, I do listen to it when it comes on. I think the beginning's a little bit annoying. It was like some, I don't know what kind of voice that is. They have like that folk part in the beginning. Yeah. I remember the music video. The music mm-hmm. video is good. Oh, That's you. a good choice. All right. My number four is a song that I've always enjoyed singing. It's from 1996. It peaked mm-hmm. at number five. It's a rock band. And there's another band that has a very similar name to them, which people are like, That's not on your list. I'm like, No, it's not. Do you have any idea what it is? No. It is The Freshman by The Verse. Oh, I love that song. That's a good one. I like it. People ask me, they're like, what about Bittersweet That's Symphony? And I'm like, yeah, the Verve and the Verve Pipe. I always thought that was a little strange that their names were so similar. And what do you think is, who do you think was better, the Verve or the uh, Verve well, Pipe? Well, I actually had that that um, CD from the Verve. And that's a really good, there's really good music on there. But because I guess they um, sampled or used a Rolling Stones song, they, the Rolling Stones like shut that down and that band only had a one hit. But there's a lot of other songs on there that were great. That's the problem with one hit wonders. Like 
my next daughters I'll get into a little bit. There are other songs. Like if you if you really like an artist and you say, oh, what else do they have? You might find all the stuff that, that, mm-hmm. that you enjoy by them. Just because it wasn't a hit doesn't mean it's not I, good I music. But there are some artists where they just didn't have any other good music, yes. unfortunately. That, so I'm glad you like my choice. Okay, what is my your number, number three? number three is from 1983, and it reached number three on the charts, which was In a Big Country by Big Country. I never heard you that song heard in my it. life. It has, it's like one of the only like rock songs with like bagpipes in it. I will try to listen to it after this. And I'm sure my listeners are like, well, you don't know that song. And I'm like, no, I don't I'm know sure. that song. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't have much, I don't have much to say about it. It sounds like a cool song though. Bagpipes. <laughs> that sounds cool. All right. My number three is a female artist. It's from 1998. They released number one on the billboard charts. It's a song I like singing. Any ideas? It was probably... Oh. I don't know. It's probably one of the songs you always leave me on my voicemail. <laughs> no, no. Oh. And number three is Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. You don't like it? She was number one. She was excellent. You're not a fan? No. No, not. No. <laughs> I think it's a good song. I mean, number one says something. And she did have another song, Wishing I Was There, which I liked. That's what they did have a music video for that. But that was not a big song. But I don't know. I've looked at multiple lists for top one wonders of all time and torn yeah, on a lot of she them. She has a lovely voice and a beautiful face. But that particular song was just, I don't know. No, it wasn't great. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. All right, number two. Oh, I think you might actually be shocked by this number two because it was almost my number one. So um, this was like a very close to number one, number two song. And it's from 1995. And it was number okay. seven. And it's Back for Good by Take That. I have oh no idea what that God. is. <laughs> Good. I don't know these songs. Are you these sure these hits. are hits? These were hits, and they were huge yeah. in England. I think I might actually post our our uh, our list maybe in the show notes so people can get a taste for you know what the songs are. They can see them, so well they can write them down as they go. But interesting choice. Okay, my number two is a song that I've always enjoyed singing. It's a very random topic. The song. It is number five on the Billboard charts from 1995 by Deep Blue Something. That's a good one. Yeah, no, so did not make your list, but I think it's a fun song. Definitely a one-hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So do you have any other, before we get to our number one, do you have any other songs that were honorable mentions that you did that we didn't talk about that you think oh, that well, could have made your list? Um... Oh, there's Information Society that did I Want to Know and Pure Energy, which is like, that is a great, it has great techno music in it. It's from like the early 90s, late 80s. I think it's more late 80s. They were just like, that was fun music. There's so many, there's just, I don't know, there's so many. I mean, would you consider, there's like Oh Sherry by Steve Perry, but would you consider him a one-hit wonder? Because he only had one hit, but he was with Journey and had many, millions of hits. So, yeah, yeah, that's hard to say. That's hard to say. 
What about New Radicals? See, I thought they had other songs. You get give. No, they, no, had they other only songs. have one hit. Yeah, but that, that is was a only great the song though, hit. and I, I do right. karaoke that one a lot. I like <laughs> that. You get what you give. All right. I'm ready for your number one. I'm ready for my number one. Let's hear it. What is your number one one-hit wonder of My all personal one-hit wonder is 1988. It reached number three on the standings, and it's Buffalo Stance by Nana Cherry. I don't know that song at all. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think if we have to compare our two lists, my list is much more commercialized than yours. Yours is very specialized. Well, I, she had a, it was a big hit. It, it was like, it was rap. It had great music. She had a great voice. And I think she's related to Eagle Eye Cherry. Yeah, I don't know it. I don't know it. Okay, well, my number one was from 1993. It actually appeared on your list. And it is. And this song, well, I'll get to that in a second. My number one is What's that's Up? That's your like number one? Oh, that's yes. awesome. <laughs> and I have to tell you, they, they, they made it to number 50 on the Billboard charts. I oh, looked it up. 50? Oh, I kept, I couldn't find it anywhere. And on the one, the one page I was using for reference, it said zero or N-A. I went on Wikipedia and I looked at like each song and it said, you know, the U.S. charts, it said that the Billboard number one, it was 50. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun song to sing. The music video is pretty wild. And it just, I feel like it's no. timeless. I'll never get tired of it. And in fact, I was singing it today earlier. So it is my number one favorite song. Of I have a one, funny one story about that song. There was a bar I used to work in that had every Wednesday night was karaoke night. And that you know there were two girls that sometimes they would show up but they would always show up on on the nights the other one wasn't there but they would both sing that song until the one night they were both there at the same time <laughs> and it was like a big fight and what happened then? singing that song <laughs> it's it's not a bad song to sing it's actually pretty i don't think it's funny people i I feel like we could do a sequel list to this. I feel like this could have been a top 20 or even a top 50 because there's just oh, so many yeah, good one hit wonders. Just, I could go on and on. I know. It's fun. And the thing about one hit wonders is that you may not have heard of them, but maybe with this podcast, you'll discover some new songs. I probably will because I don't know half the songs that Melissa mentioned. You, did, you knew yeah. all of mine though, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. For better or yeah. worse. For better or worse. But. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh, thank, thank you, you for, for having joining me. me. It was a pleasure. This was a lot of fun. Something I've never done before. Yes, this is our first time on a podcast. And I hope you all tune in next week. We have another guest booked. And I hope you have a great Bye. week. Thank you, everybody.